0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
1: Well, let me introduce you to someone who played sport at a very high level. So much so he played international rugby and was very good at it. Very fine coach from recent times as well. Wonderful smile. Good guy. I've talked him up. Hopefully he'll return to the show after this interview. (laughs) He's the one, the only, Mr. Alama Yeramir joins the program.
0: Alama, good to hear from you again. (laughs) Alama. Hey, hey, gentlemen. How are you? Well, an intro We're great. great. I don't worry. I'll, I'll talk to you afterwards as well. Don't worry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you must have something over him, Alama, because oh, he, uh, his intros, uh, some to- well, generally his intros to me are, are pretty, I guess, negative and derogatory. That was a very uh, enlightening one. Well,
1: the difference is I like Alama. always
0: have.
1: Alama's <laughs> <laughs> always good to me. always been good to me over the years, even when you've asked him tough questions. <laughs> Tends to boy, answer them. Boy. Boy. Exactly. Hey, love, I'm not even sure if last night you switched on the Chiefs-Reds game, uh, because I'm not sure many of us expected much of a contest, right? Like I, I'm, I'm blown away by the Reds winning their first game in New Zealand in 10 years. That's an amazing story. But also, to stop the Chiefs, man alive, No, surely no one saw this coming.
0: Yeah, I, I was um, I was watching. It. I was out for dinner and just watching it up in the screen there for a while. But it, yeah, the the ending obviously was was massive. I I, I agree. I just thought um, just the intensity of the Reds and and challenging the breakdown and just yeah, I just thought even the finish as well. It was just awesome. It was awesome. Uh, isn't it great for the competition though, gentlemen? I mean, yeah, it, it's just really it's is. just one of those things that uh, a little bit like the the minor game last week against the Blues. You know, you, you have these games and the drawer, and all that sort of stuff, so it just, you know, it, it's the, the competition needs these types of games, and I just think that was, uh, was quite timely.
2: Hey, Alama, uh, Brad Thorne obviously going to be leaving the Reds, but rating him as a coach, like, does a coach have any um, I guess slants on a game like that? Can you attribute a win like that to Brad Thorne?
0: Oh, I think it'll be a mixture, I mean, you know, they've they've been around, he's been around for a long time, but you know, I, I just thought that those players, you could just see them play for each other and, uh, you know, they yeah. were winning the small mm. races, they were aggressive, they were, you know, um, the coaches play a big part of that as well in creating the, the culture and the atmosphere so that they can perform. But um, you can imagine how easy it would have been to motivate them as to, to sort of say they're going into foreign country, you know, and and uh, yeah, they, yeah they, 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 they caught the Chiefs on the hop, so uh, yeah, got on them.
1: A lot of us will remember Brad Thorne, the player. You know, tough, uncompromising, incredible career. But, you know, very spiritual man. Uh, You know, there's real depth to him. Real, real. he was so emotional after the game. You you can hear it in his voice and in some of the interviews. And that's awesome. But, you know, Alamie, you've been a coach. God, how proud would you have been if you coached a team that held out the Chiefs for 27 phases, wasn't it? 27 phases and then hold them up over the goal line to see out a game. That's the type of game that makes coaches incredibly proud, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, it does. It does, and and once again, you know we've all been used to the fact that uh, once an opposition attacking team is is in their half, or sorry, once the attacking team is in the half, you're sort of waiting for that uh, advantage um, coming from the referee. But that's how that's how awesome that defensive effort was because they stayed disciplined all the way up until they actually just held up over the over the goal line. So. I just thought it was really impressive, and um, you know that that just added to the whole suspense of it at the end. So uh, good on them, discipline-wise. Obviously, they uh, they talked about that, and they, they yeah, obviously they got the result.
2: Hey Lama, there's a lot of talk about momentum in sports, and I don't I don't really believe in it too much, but I guess you know, the Chiefs losing this game now, is it a good opportunity for them to regroup and look at the small things that they can improve on, so maybe a loss coming at a, an opportune time?
0: Yeah, I, I think so, I think it's one of those, you know, it's a, it's a, it's difficult to win right through and then obviously, you know, go right through to the end, but you know, this this is just a little hiccup for them and it'll be a good reset moment for, for them to sort of go back to the draw, drawing board a little bit and... I can imagine it will be an easy game to review. Um, just watching some of the efforts and the, 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 the winning of the races into collisions, and that. and and once again, you know, I can imagine that uh, they have to give credit where it's due. I mean, the Reds played outstanding, so um, I just think, you know, the the, the the Chiefs are too good of a team just to fade away now, and uh, this will this will really set them up well, um, getting that momentum as you mentioned going in. The preparations will be sharper, their trainings will be sharper. And, uh, you know, they could easily mm. just put that aside and then move on to bigger things.
1: Uh, this is pretty obvious, isn't it, uh, after that game last night. Um, Sam Kane, Brad Weber, so important to the Chiefs. Hey, <laughs> you, you noticed they weren't there, Alama, or I certainly did. I don't know how you felt.
0: Yeah, yeah, and um, they've got so much depth. Uh, anyway, and it's, it's, you know, a sign of a good team um, is the fact that you can bring on players. There's competition in every position, and the rhythm is still there. You know, at times it looked a little bit rusty yesterday, but, you know, still the intent of those players to to play for each other. And, you know, they've just got so much depth and there's, there's good momentum coming out of that team, which is showing. So, um, as I mentioned, uh, they'll move on and then, uh, you know, they'll be in the finals, uh, obviously.
1: Second meeting of the year, of course, for the Crusaders and Blues. That's a marquee game uh, later tonight, of course, the Crusaders. I, I think sort of... Uh, you know, surprised a lot of people. I don't know why, uh, because I thought they'd get the job done in the in the first game this year, going to Eden Park and beating the Blues, um, of course. They just have a big game temperament. But overall in 2023, I, I'm still waiting for the Crusaders to hit Top Gear. Uh, is that a fair assessment, Alarm?
0: Uh, well, they hit Top Gear the first time they met here at Eden Park, and I thought that was one of the most outstanding games of the season, really. Uh, just yes. the, um, the flow, the impact, uh, the decision making, the fact that the rucks were just, you know, they were so fast. The halfbacks played well and everybody, you know, everybody put their hand up. So I, I thought that was one of the best games of the season that um, when they first met. Um, I could sort of see this being very similar as well. Um, let it be, um, it'll probably be a little bit more slippery. So it'll probably be a lot more tactical. And it's interesting looking at the two, the two sides and especially the back lines. You know, the ability of each backline to, to utilise their kicking game and then also, obviously, their power wingers. Um, you know, Dan McLeod and Lester, Whanunuku uh, versus, uh, obviously, Mark Teller and Caleb, you know, and you've got Zane at the back there. who has got a big uh, left, left boot. Uh, will Jordan coming back. So, I think the, the battle of the backlines will be intriguing and, and, obviously, Bodie and Richie, um, they'll, they'll be having their good old ding-dong battle. So, uh, that's, that's something I'm really looking forward to, but it, it should be quite an exciting game.
2: Hey, Alamo, with uh, such quick turnarounds, I mean, obviously this is a traditional fixture in New Zealand, Canterbury versus uh, Auckland. Is there anything traditional that happens like the night before the games, the boys get in blazers and there's a dinner, or is there anything in the past that maybe hasn't been revisited or lost?
0: Uh, I don't recall anything when I was here coaching Auckland, um, but uh, I'm not sure. It's probably a question for the Blues, but uh, I certainly know that um obviously um blazer games or caps uh, that's certainly celebrated within the squads I think that's really important and um you know the traditional uh gathering in the opposition sheds uh sometimes happens and I think that's a, that's that's really cool to, to continue but um and some some traditions are, are sort of shared in, in, in the sheds as well and uh, team songs and all that they're they're still kept so um you know tonight will be yeah, who knows? One team will be singing a song, and the other will probably be uh, <laughs> sort of trying to re- regroup after the game, mate.
1: <laughs> Who's singing then tonight, Alama?
0: Oh, you can't ask me that question, Daniel. It's <laughs> uh, uh it's too hard to pick. I know. I know it you're is. going to say, "Don't sit on the fence." Um, no, no. I,
1: I do oh, what I do. I, I always have a fifty-cent coin on this desk. <laughs> uh, for games that I'm not really sure about, so I right, heads for the blues, tails for the crusaders. The blues win tonight. It's a heads. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I've made this made my prediction very scientific, Alama. The blues to win it.
0: Yeah, it's brave to say that. I uh, I'm hoping that the blues win, but uh, I just know the crusaders down uh, in Crusader Country. It's uh, it's just an establishment, mate. It's it's like the wall of China, mate. It's, uh, it's difficult to get through. So um, <laughs> is. I don't know. I must I must admit, I must admit Daniel, the, the absence of um White-Lock, uh Sam Whitelock, is is you know, is potential um potential for the Blues forwards just to get a little bit sort of up on that area. Um and especially around line out because line out um you know, Rick will have his he will still be tested by uh by Strange and Barrett and that, but just the fact that Whitelock's not there, there might be some chances that uh the line out might get a little bit of freedom uh, for the Blues.
1: Of course, uh, it's the Hurricanes up against Minor Pacifica. Next up, 4:35. Minor Pacifica is so close to scalping uh, the Blues last weekend. Of course, uh, beat the Hurricanes last year. The Hurricanes have named a very strong side. They're going to look like do some All Black rest in, in the following game. So. Uh, that's a really interesting one. The the Waratahs up against the Rebels also uh, later tonight. After the Crusaders Blues, and then it's the Brumbies up against the Highlanders tomorrow afternoon. Alama, we're, we're quite proud of ourselves uh, here at SCNZ this week. We secured rights to uh, the Rugby World Cup twenty twenty three. We can't wait to bring New Zealand uh, the colour vibrancy of uh, of a World Cup, uh, full coverage, you know, exclusive interviews, and all of that. W- what about for you? Um, you you're Fondest memories of Rugby World Cups. So I'm sure you've also got some painful uh, memories of Rugby World Cups. Uh, but what sticks out when I ask, you know, Alama Yedemir's first memory of a, of a Rugby World Cup. What is it?
0: Uh, my first memory would be the game against Japan that we had in 1995. Uh, we were the midweek uh, wow. team. We, we obviously beat Japan by, by uh, massive uh, amounts, but the, there were two funny moments. One was um, Maca being a hunger and having six tries, two of them. <laughs> and, um, and so that was the one funny moment. And the second funny moment was was um, me and um, Ozzy just looking up into the stands and we saw the nuns. And just in front of the nuns there was a big sign, and it said, um, "I won't swear, but it said F the dolphins save Japan." And uh, it was. <laughs> It was quite humorous uh, <laughs> time, but I thought, "Wow, it was!" Uh, well you certainly don't see signs like that um, over there. At the, uh, you know, I've never seen it in my life around that time. But those were my two uh, key moments uh, that I thought were humorous. Uh, obviously, the biggest painful one was the '99 World Cup losing to France um, in the semis.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Although you got to see Jonah up close and personal in '99 throwing Englishmen and Frenchmen to his side. There was a sight to behold, wasn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah, yep, yeah, yep yeah. I loved uh, just following him behind mate, looking for scraps uh, uh, in the offload <laughs> but he was awesome he was really awesome just a different human being him and Christian Cullen probably on a different planet mate
1: Yeah, completely agree hard to believe he's still not around eh? yesterday would have been his birthday yesterday was his birthday yesterday was his birthday uh, Jonah, that is of course incredible stuff Hey Alama, thank you so much for dropping by really do appreciate it thanks for taking the time and hopefully we can do it again real soon take it easy
2: Thanks a lot, Lama. Right, thank
1: you. Please up. Cheers.